welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Now, now the atmosphere is primed for the word of the Lord. Now, the word of the Lord is going to go forth. And there will be miracles, signs, and wonders to confirm the word. Now we are ready in our hearts and in our minds to receive with gladness what God has to say to the church. We're so happy to have brother... Vinny Azzalini with us once again. How many has enjoyed these revival services? <clears throat> so glad that Sister Azzalini, her two kids, could be with us tonight. Thank you so much for finally coming. We really appreciate that. And uh, most of us are no strangers to Brother Azzalini, but if you're, if you're a visitor, we say, get ready. He is, uh, he's basically family at this point, so he's kind of stuck with us. Brother Azzalini, why don't you come and preach the word of the Lord to us tonight? Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, ha, ha. Woo! Come on, What's inside? Why don't you let it outside? You already feel it building. You all. I wish somebody would decide to go ahead and let out what's burning within. Better not light a match in here. <laughs> oh, this place is fixing to blow up. Hallelujah. Mm, there is so much faith in here. You don't got to wait for the altar call. Why don't you just start prophesying, declaring, and praising God for what he's already doing. Stop waiting on the preacher. Stop waiting on God. He's waiting on you. He already set the atmosphere. You're already in a climate of faith. Why don't you go ahead and begin to thank him for your miracle right now. Hallelujah. You better give me a whole lot of my monitor, Mr. Soundman. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you the rest of whatever voice I got left. Hallelujah. How many of you want to finish what we started? Y'all want to finish what we started? All right. We're going to read out of Ezekiel 37 first. We're going to pick up 
exactly where we left off. And then we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 12. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12. Amen. Oh. Amen. Such an honor to be with you tonight. So thankful to have my beautiful wife and children here with me tonight. Amen. I'm going to ask my wife to greet you tonight. Hallelujah. That was on. Amazing Grace and E flat, please. No. Just kidding. Just kidding. I always like to do that when he does this, so. I th thank you all for having us. We have enjoyed being here. I appreciate all the love and hospitality. You all have a special church. You are special. We go to a lot of places, and I can feel it. We can feel the love, the Holy Ghost it just is, is, is here. You all can feel it just rests here upon. When I walk in the door, when I came into this town, there is an oppression kind of on this town, but in certain pockets, I believe it's because of this church and because of you all going out into the city and because of you of going out into the city and putting your, your hands all over the city, that oppression leaves those certain pockets. So don't forget that when you go out, when you go meet people, remember who you belong to. When I, when I did come over here in this corner over here, I just felt that an inkling to have y'all, if you're not submitted and you're not fully into this, get into this. If you're not fully sold out, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? We're not promised tomorrow. And if you're not solely, fully sold out to your pastor and your pastor's wife and your leadership, get fully sold out. Because submission, the submission is going to take you to the next level. It's going to bring you down or it's going to take you there. You need to start praying for your pastor and his family and the rest of the, the, um, the leadership of this church. They need you, especially, this is already packed out. Y'all are going to expand even more. Y'all are going to expand. Just stay together. Keep these people elevated. Don't elevate up, up, up any more than they are. And y'all, just thank you so much for having us. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Come on, can we thank the Lord for that word? She hasn't been here for one revival service so far. So she hasn't heard a lot of the things that's been said. Uh, but there was confirmation in that word. Mm. Woo, this church is subduing the city. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Mm. My God. My Lord. She a preacher. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 37. We left off on verse 7. They got it on the screen? We still working? There it is. All right. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. 
and behold, behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. Mm. There was a shaking. Ah, Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. We're going to start verse 26, Hebrews 12, verse 26. Hallelujah. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, ye once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. There is a sound, and there is a name. Hey, honey, if you weren't here this morning, we talked about prophesying into the atmosphere. And I want you to know that the word confirms tonight that your word is not void. When you lift your voice and you let out your faith, you begin to impact the world around you. Amen. I want to preach to you tonight for the next few minutes. Revival on the Richter scale. Revival on the Richter scale. Come on, would you help me pray right now? Would you lift your voice? And let out your faith one more time. Come on, I want you to begin to speak to things that have been resistant in your life. I want you to begin to declare into areas where you have not seen the change that you desire to see. Ah, would you give the Lord a hand clap tonight as you're seated? Hallelujah. Give honor to your pastor, your leadership one more time. Appreciate them. Ah, hallelujah. Woo. Amen. Hallelujah. The sound is good. It's good. And I've read all my scripture. And there's room on the front row. Hallelujah. Can't hide out too long. Mm. If you haven't noticed yet, 
That trip in December to California had a little bit of an impact on me, Brother Tyler. Yeah. Left a mark, as they used to say. Y'all remember that saying? That'll leave a mark. Hallelujah. It left a mark. <laughs> Amen. I remember I was, I was sad to be leaving. The day finally came. I was excited to get home, but sad to be leaving, you know. That's a conundrum. And I'm sitting in the airport talking to my preacher wife. Hallelujah. And uh, just, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was probably just blabbing. And then something happened, didn't it? Everybody's phones started to beep. And I thought perhaps someone of large stature had sat in the row with me because my seat started to move. So I looked around, but there was no newcomers to the row. But my seat started to shake. And my phone started to beep and everybody in the airport started looking around I said babe I said I'm in an earthquake right now <laughs> and I noticed some things it was my first earthquake first one I was a novice earthquaker. <laughs> ah. Woo. Nobody knew it was going to happen. Everything up to that point, Brother Tyler, seemed exactly the same. Same old, same old. Another day, another dollar, as they say. Mm. Woo. Ah. Mm. But everybody from every walk of life, from many different areas, in a moment, were alerted and aware to the same thing that was happening right there. In that moment, it did not matter where you were from, what your name was, how much money you had, how much influence you had, where you were going or where you had just come from. The only thing that mattered in that moment was the earth was shaking and everybody started to pay attention. You ever heard, 
If you've been in Pentecost any amount of time, you've heard this. Praise like a miracle's already happened. Praise him before the evidence shows up. That one familiar? Get excited before there's evidence. Why? What kind of sense does that make? Ah, because the rules of our kingdom are very different from the rules of their kingdom. Ah, that's not a, that's not just a preemptive praise. Honey, that's a prophetic praise. Mm. You're releasing a sound. And standing on a promise that when the declaration goes forth, something is going to shake. See, Brother Tyler, man, I, sorry I pick on you so much, but you're in the front row. That's how it works. But we got Rex here. Hallelujah. Newcomer. Welcome. Welcome, Brother Rex. See, he moved. He died. He used to sit over here. <laughs> I see you. You in my peripheral. I'm coming for you. Hallelujah. We got stuck, Sister Amanda. Ah. Church got a little stuck. Three songs, offering, announcements, preaching, five-minute altar call, let's go home. Church got stuck. Come on, let's have, let's have good church and call that revival. Church got stuck. Oh, we got so excited because one person got. Mm. We got so excited because two people in a year got healed. Hey, I'm not trying to stomp on your toes, but I'm just trying to show you. We sold ourselves a little bit short on our vision and in our expectation. We got a little stuck. We got in this place where we... We started celebrating yesterday's floor. Nothing will get you unstuck like being shaken. Nothing will get you unstuck like being shaken. How many of you have been serving the Lord for five years? Ten years, twenty years. <laughs> we got some veterans in the house. Mm. 
You ever find that after 20 years, you can kind of, see, I told you I wouldn't forget about you. That you can slip into a routine. We call it a routine. I think he might call it a rut. And we get comfortable with the same results. And so the Lord sends somebody to challenge our spirit, push us a little bit, encourage us a little bit, cast some vision, stir some faith. But when the emotion fades, we're like, well, just go right back over here. Hmm. Ain't y'all ever ridden a four-wheeler before? You ever been going too fast? You came up on some ruts? Ruts are powerful. You can try to avoid them, but your wheel will find that rut. That's how we are with our habits and our routines. Well, it felt good riding over here for a minute. But I know how to navigate the rut, so I'm just going to go back there. And God says, we tried it gently. I want you out of the rut. So now I'm going to, I'm not going to shake you. So now I'm going to release a shaking in your life those things that were comfortable before they start to rattle loose a little bit ah those things that you thought were part of the permanent landscape of your life pictures start to fall off the wall and cracks start to show up in the drywall and the earth begins to move around and alarm bells start to go off what's happening God says I'm going to release a shaking because you've been in the same place of stagnation for too long and it's time for my church to get out of the rut Man, you ever, you ever had crazy faith before? You scared to answer? That's all right. You ever had crazy faith before? You start getting bold, speaking things. Start getting up at four in the morning, knocking on hell's door, saying, open the gate. Give me back who you got. You ever get crazy faith and just start getting bold in the face of disease? You ever get crazy faith and say, I don't care what anybody thinks of me as long as God's happy with what's happening in my life, then I'm all good. You ever get crazy faith before? Ha. And you start 
crazy faith for us now is just we had enough faith to actually say what the Spirit was telling us to say. We got bold enough to declare what we felt the Holy Ghost was declaring. And we begin to speak it where other people can hear it and record it and then watch for it. You ever get crazy faith, Brother Tyler? And then everything falls apart. Wave your hand if that's ever happened to you. Oh, this is my year. Browns fan. This is my year. Oh, great things are going to happen, Brother Rex. Start making declarations of faith. I'm going to win my whole high school. And then the next day, your best friend stabs you in the back. What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. You opened your mouth. You released a sound. And now there's a shaking. <laughs> you getting it? You're going to have to abandon this mindset that says when I open my mouth and declare it's going to unfold according to my plan. When you release the sound when you begin to prophesy what you have done is authorize God to take back the pen that you were holding and say, God, do it according to your plan. Do it according to your ways. Do it according to your strategy. And God says, all right, then I'm going to release a shaking over here. And I'm going to release a shaking over here. And I'm going to release a shaking over here. Because there's some things that need to move. What's up, balcony? I ain't gonna let you off the hood my last night. I'm coming for you. The earth shakes, that balcony's falling first. See, Rex, when things start to shake, we're like, oh, where my rut at? Not was shaking in the rut. When things start to shake, don't you run back to your routine. I know the landscape around you is starting to break up and fall apart. And you think you're in a whirlwind of destruction. But you better read your Bible. Because the Bible says, Brother Tyler, that he occupies the eye of the storm. It's his voice that you will hear in the middle of
of a whirlwind. You don't need to be afraid of the shaking. Oh, we got two more. Hallelujah. Got two more. Woo. Ah, three left. Hallelujah. I love you too much to let you be comfortable. Ah. Mm. Brother Milam, I got a new, new victim. Hallelujah. Out in California, they do it a little different. Uh huh. That's right. They build their buildings a little different. They got some different building codes. Mm hmm. Right? Because they think they're smarter than Mother Nature. That's the world's term for God. Did I lose you right there? I felt like I just lost you. Y'all hear me? Okay. See, they got to build their buildings to withstand earthquakes. Like, oh, earthquakes? Now we ain't about that life. We're going to build our buildings so the quake don't shake and the building don't fall. And we can just keep on going with life as usual. Hebrews said, when the shaking starts. Stuff's going to fall down. A lot of stuff is going to fall down. You know, I can only see out of my left eye. Plus, I got a contact there. Which means I got like a quarter of a good eye. Right? So, with my quarter of a good eye, I can see that stuff has already started to shake. And stuff has already started to fall. And the Bible says, when stuff starts falling and the earth starts shaking, start looking around to see what's left standing. He said, because what is standing after the shaking, that belongs to me. He said, what is standing after the shaking is my king. I felt like that was just a sympathetic response. What do you think? I don't think that they really got it yet. Keep preaching. What do you, keep preaching. Keep preaching. Okay. He told me to go longer. 
if there's going to be a revival of billions, at some point, something's got to happen that is so big that everybody in the airport starts to pay attention. Something's got to happen that is so widespread and cataclysmic that everybody pays attention. Because when the shaking starts, Brother Milan, people start to examine what they put their hope in before the shaking. Is what I put my faith in still standing now? Is what I put my hope in still standing now? When the dust begins to settle, the people begin to look. And there's going to be some broken hearts. And some broken mindsets. When people begin to examine what they had put their hope in, they're going to find out that a watered-down doctrine didn't deliver what it said. It would deliver. They're going to find out that there's only one God sitting on the throne. They're going to find out that compromise didn't hold them when the shaking. And there's going to be a realization, Brother Tyler. Ah. Ah. The scales are going to fall from their eyes. And as the dust begins to settle, this world is going to see the only true kingdom. Mm. For how many years have we wondered, Brother Tyler? Hallelujah, got a new Tyler. Hallelujah. How many years have we asked ourselves, why aren't they noticing? Why don't they see us? Aren't they paying attention? No, they're not. They're totally distracted. They don't see you. They didn't see that all the while... There was a kingdom within a kingdom. But when the shaking begins, the kingdom within a kingdom starts to be revealed. And ears will begin to open. And eyes will begin to see. And the uh, people are going to have a road to Emmaus moment. Day after day after day, people are going to wake up and say, my God, we got it wrong. We got to I hitched my cart to the wrong horse. I've been going down the wrong road. I listened to the wrong voice. There's a whole nother kingdom within the kingdom I had put my faith in. I 
There's only one thing left. The shaking. The big reveal. We talked about it already on Wednesday. I gave you the dessert before the entree. After the shaking comes the fire. After the destruction and the carnage of a fallen world is revealed, God says, all right, they're ready right now. I am sending my all-consuming fire for the greatest harvest that my church has ever witnessed. Every false god, every false idol, Every false hope is falling on the floor. Every false doctrine has been revealed. Everything that's challenged truth has been brought low. It's time to release my all-consuming Oh, but Brother Vinny, we're with you. We're ready. Ah, here's the measuring stick. Do you still get excited about harvest? Mm. Oh, my king, I'm not invested in my kingdom. Do you still get excited about harvest? When the preacher starts talking about souls, do you check out and say, heard it before? I heard this message preached 8,000 different ways from 800 different angles. We already know this preacher. Sorry, it's my last night. We still have a burden for the loss. Do we still have a burden for souls? It, ah, is harvest still worth the inconvenience? Ah. Can, ah, does God still have a key to my bank account uh, if it means financing end time harvest? You know, Brother Tyler, sometimes I wonder, uh, God, did you allow the real estate market uh, to get so expensive uh, because we were too invested uh, into a kingdom uh, in which we do not belong to? Uh, it, mm. I know, there ain't nobody happy about that. Nobody wants to hear that. But my Bible says uh, that I'm passing through, I'm a visitor, uh, I'm an ambassador. Uh, Brother Tyler, I'm just a delegate from another nation, and I'm not here to fight for the rights of the United States of America. I'm here as a citizen of heaven, as an ambassador of an eternal nation to which I belong. 
I'm not here to invest myself in a temporal world. You believe the preacher preach against home ownership? That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying what the Bible's saying. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. That's what it says. That's the book. You want to argue? You can argue with God. Because the Bible says where I put my money is exactly where my heart is located. And if I'm too invested in the things that are going to shake and burn, then honey, I'm too invested in a kingdom that is not his. If the Lord wanted your life savings, could he take it with a whisper? Or would there need to be a shaking? What if he just wanted you to fast for three days? I knew I wasn't going to be popular. See, because here's the truth. We find out just how intertwined, entangled, and invested we are in this world when the shaking starts. When the shaking starts, what do you try to save? What do you try to preserve when the shaking starts? Oh, I feel really alone tonight. I feel like my wife should finish preaching. Hallelujah. You know, compromise is the gateway to entangling yourself in a kingdom that you don't belong to. If you can't even give him the temple that is his, don't tell me that you're not entangled in an earthly kingdom. It's tight. You with me? You with me? All right. He's with me. If you want to argue over petty stuff, you better hold on when the shaking starts. She hit the nail on the head. If you can't be submitted to the man of God, right. 
you better watch out when the shaking starts. I wish you could hear my heart tonight, friend. I'm not condemning you. I'm trying to show you. You sold out for so little. You sold out for so little. You believed a lie that the enemy peddled into your life and said you'll be happy if you can hold on to this 1%. You'll be happy if you can just not surrender this little bit of your life. And God is saying, hey, you better wake up it's that little bit that's going to cause you to fall when the shaking starts Y'all with me, you need to help me. Oh, but he only looks on the heart. Okay. Okay. You're right. He's going to look at your heart. But guess what? Everything out here reveals what's in my heart. He may not even have to get to your heart to, to examine your life because on the out... I'll go back to being an evangelist. That's all right. Uh, don't sell out for so little. Don't sell out for so little. That little thing. God tried to take care of it on Wednesday, but I feel that same thing in here tonight. And God is saying, tell them again to give me that little bit that they are holding back, that they think that I don't even know about, that little part of their mind, that little part of their heart that they don't want to surrender because it, because it means more to them to be right. it's robbing you of your power it's robbing you of your authority it's robbing you of your dominion. It's robbing you of your joy. That's why you got to come get a shot in the arm every single Sunday instead of living a victorious life Monday through Saturday. Brand news for you, friend. Truth has never been comfortable. 
The truth has never been comfortable. Mm. The truth is designed to make you uncomfortable. Because it's counter to your flesh. Benny, what are, you, what are you preaching? What are you even saying? God is trying to shake some things loose in your life now. Because, you hear it, because all you're feeling is a tremor. When my seat began to shake and every phone in that airport went off, they raided that earthquake. What was it? You remember? Five, eight, something. Six point something. But here's the thing. It happened just off the coast in the water. So I was far enough away to just feel a tremor. There wasn't any real damage, Brother Rex. And what I feel the Holy Ghost saying to the church right now is pay attention to the tremors. Because there's a revival on the Richter scale that is going to shake things loose in our world that you thought could never be shaken. There are going to be powers that fall that you thought could never fall. There are going to be lies exposed that you thought could never be exposed. And God is saying to his church, pay attention to the tremors because when revival hits a certain level on the Richter scale, I want I want you to be standing when the dust settles. The Bible's messy, Brother Rex. chaotic, it's dysfunctional, it's crazy, the revival that's coming, it's not even manageable, Brother Rex, you're not, Brother Tyler, I know you're a smart man, I said, you want to go skydiving, he said, no, he said, give me a library. Sold you out. But you know what? There's no process or program. Mm. There's no mind smart enough 
to be able to organize or structure the revival that is coming because the revival that is coming is a supernatural revival. It's an unprecedented revival. It's the latter and the former rain. And it's going to come with shaking. It's going to come with fire. It's going to come with prophecy. And when it comes, only the kingdom of God will be standing. So God sent me here tonight to say pay attention. I know it's just a small tremor on the Richter scale. But I'm fixing to turn things up in the shaking. And I want you to be standing when I do. Oh, would you stand to your feet tonight? See, you thought when we had services like this morning and we just began to prophesy into the atmosphere that that was the end of it. That's just the start of it. That's just the beginning of it. Don't be surprised, Brother Tyler. If some things start to shake in your life this week, Brother Rex, don't be surprised if you go to work and everything seems out of order. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden your friends got an attitude that they didn't have last week. What's happening? It's a tremor. It's a shaking. Something's moving. Stop giving the devil credit for God's tremors. Stop giving the devil credit when God releases a shaking in your life. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that the clouds are the dust of his feet. When you open your mouth and you begin to prophesy, you put God on the move. And the earth begins to shake because heaven is beginning to move on you. I'll never forget it. Don't get mad at me, baby. I love you. I'm coming over here. Huh? Hallelujah. Hide behind Milo. He might be taller than me. Anyway, my wife came to an Eli's Hernandez. Not Eli's, Eli Hernandez Revival on a Monday night at Calvary. Got the Holy Ghost on the front pew. I think he didn't even preach yet. I think he just got the microphone. You know, God's raising up prophets again. Anyway, I'll... 
She got the Holy Ghost on Monday. You ready for it? There it goes. I'll block you. <laughs> she got fired on Tuesday. False accusation. Tuesday morning. Mm. I think by Wednesday, her friend group. Mm. Getting a little shaky. Mm. What was happening? There was a shaking. There was a shaking. Mm. <laughs> but thank God. She didn't run back to a rut and said, let me go back to the familiar. But she said, God, you shake loose whatever you want to shake loose. If you want to shake up my friend circle, go ahead and shake it up. You want to shake up my career, go ahead and shake it up. You want to shake up my family, go ahead and shake it up. Talk. Get ready. Hear this preacher. You've lifted your voice. You've released the sound. I love that song. You've released the sound. You released the name. Now get ready because there's shaking coming. It's not an attack of the enemy. It's not an attack of the enemy. You lifted your voice and released a prophetic unction into your life. Now comes the shaking. Get ready because there's Revival on the Richter scale. Mm. I want somebody on a keyboard. If you need a miracle, come to this altar. Tyler already said it. He's a hundred percent in the Holy Ghost. God's going to confirm his word tonight with signs, wonders, and miracles. You need a miracle, get down here. Hear me. Come on. You're ready for the Lord to release that shaking in your life, get you out of your rut, and allow that all-consuming fire back into your life. Get down here. Come on. Come on, if you need deliverance from anything in your life, get down here. If you need the Holy Ghost, get down here. If your marriage is on the rocks, get down here. If your kids are going crazy, get down here.
Let me get my backup that was up here with me this morning. Come on, if you was up here this morning, come on up here and help me again. pray a prayer of faith and these men of God are going to come down mm, into this congregation they're going to begin to lay hands on you listen to me after somebody has prayed for you and you when somebody has finished praying for you you go and pray for somebody else Milam, get out here. If you need the Holy Ghost, you come on down here. If you've never spoken in tongues, come on down here. Come on, I want y'all to just move this way a little bit. Before we pray, I'm going to say one more thing. There are some people in here tonight that need to hear this. God is asking some of you again, again, to put some things on the altar again. Put down the entanglement, put down the weight, put down the encumbrance. It's not freeing you, it's hindering you. It's not liberating you, it's constraining you. Stop selling out for so little. That's what sin does. It convinces you that it's the answer, and then it never, ever delivers. That's exactly what compromise does. It says you will be happy. You will be beautiful. You will be free. You will be liberated, and it never delivers. If you're in here and you need the Holy Ghost, you've never spoken with tongues, I want you to lift your hand right where you are. You can just slip it up. You don't have to make, got one here, one over here, got two back there. If you guys want the Holy Ghost, I'm going to ask you to come forward. You don't have to come all the way front, but at least just come out in your aisle there. Hallelujah. Listen to me, brothers. If you had your hand up to receive the Holy Ghost, I want you to hear me. 
What I'm getting ready to do is I'm getting ready to do what's called praying the prayer of faith. And I'm going to release faith in the operation of the gifts of the Spirit in this room. And all you got to do is lift your hands, all right, and close your eyes. And I just want you to begin to worship the Lord. I, if you don't even know how to worship, just begin to say hallelujah. It's the highest form of praise that you can give to God. Hold on, hold on. And when you do that, you're going to feel yourself wanting to make sounds with your mouth that you've never made before. And the moment that you feel that, the moment you feel it, do it. Don't stop it. Let it happen. Even if it's awkward in your mouth and it doesn't seem natural, it won't seem natural because it's not you and you've never done it before. All you got to do is begin to speak the sounds uh, that want to come out of your mouth. Ah. By the way, that lady that was baptized this morning, after y'all went home, she got the Holy Ghost. There's great deliverance in this house tonight. You've been living your life on an emotional roller coaster. God is trying to help you right now. He's alerting you to some things in your life that He wants you to put on the altar tonight. All right. Are we ready to pray? All right, I want you to close your eyes and bow your heads. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to pray a prayer of repentance together. Come on, for all of our guests, anybody new here, all I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes, and I just want you to begin to talk to the Lord. Ask Him to forgive you of your sins, all right? Just begin to talk to Him. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Lord, please wash my heart. Please wash my mind. Come on, I can't do it for you. You got to talk to God. I don't care if you fell down this afternoon after this morning's service. I'm telling you, repent again right now. Don't let condemnation keep you. And lure you back into stagnation. But open your mouth and say, God, forgive me. God, wash me. God, I lost it again. I messed up again. I failed you again. But your blood is still available. So Lord, wash my mind. Wash my heart. Cleanse my life tonight, Jesus. Now I want everybody in this room, and I mean everybody, I mean everybody, I want you to stand to your feet. Come on, I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to lift your head towards heaven. And I want you to lift your hands towards heaven. You are in a posture to receive right now. 
And now I just want you to begin to worship and magnify the Lord. Begin to lift up your voice. Say hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. I magnify you. I exalt you. I glorify you. You are all powerful. That's it. Let that gift begin to flow. Let faith begin to rise. That's it. Release the sound. Release the sound. Release the sound. That's it, church. By the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus, we take authority and dominion over every infirmity, every disease, every bit of condemnation, every defilement, every constrainment, every distraction, every hindrance, every chain, every bondage now in the name of Jesus Christ. Be freed, be loose, be delivered, be healed, be made whole. We command the operation of the working of miracles to be released now in this room. In the name of Jesus Christ, be made whole, be made whole, be made whole. Receive ye the Holy Ghost in Jesus. 